Scott defines who I am as a person, and I will never turn my back on Scott. Ha! Looking back, I have no regrets. You should. Remember we used to play Scott? Yeah. We don't play Scott anymore. It's time to have a bit of a skank, and I think that I will, in fact, skank.
Hey, this is Suggs. You're listening to the Scar Show with Beefy on whatever it is FM. Thank you. Hey, you! Don't watch that. Watch this. This is the heavy, heavy monster sound. The nuttiest sound around. One step beyond. You live just round the corner, you can go home in the morning, yeah? Well, I don't think so, I mean, I've only known you a day, it's a bit soon, innit? Give me a ring sometime, yeah? Then he started to get mad. 
listening, girl. I bought that key you got on. I played you in it tonight. I bought you all them drinks and you wanna go home, I said bleeding cocoa. And then he stormed off. Well, I felt a prize mug, right? So I ran after him, caught him up. There we are walking down this road about 100 miles per hour, nothing to say. Embarrassment. Total embarrassment. And there was no one about, nothing to take my mind off anything. No cars. Not even a key, occasional stray animal, you know. It was cold. And the wind was blowing newspapers against your legs, so you kept tripping up, walking so fast. And there's all these little alleyways and railway bridges. You know, is they all stink of piss, mess. Then all of a sudden, he grabs hold of my arm. And he starts to drag me up one of these little alleyways, you know. And he starts to hit me really hard across the face. Hitting at my clothes, and there was nothing I could do because it was so big, you know. Hitting me, airing at me, and I was helpless. I was helpless. Then, then he tried to rape me, and there was nothing I could do. Honest, all I could do was scream.
finite and burning some days, wanting to feel something. Besides this loosening grip on our forgotten dreams, there was a time when we wanted nothing more than to see shitty bands in some shitty bar. This is all that we owe for. We should have planned for something more. But if I hum To keep acting this way I guess they were right all along Idealism is nothing but naivety Giving up on it all Go find a job, get a mortgage And fuck this scene There was a time when we wanted For nothing more than to start shitty Shitty song. Is this all that we plan for? Could have done so much more. But if I hum along to familiar pleasant melodies, will it make the clock pause before they strike 2003? Before it all went wrong, before nostalgia became of our young nights and days, now we're too fucking old to keep back. towers out of washington dc and surrounding areas don't forget maryland don't forget pennsylvania um that is called you're not wrong robert you're just an asshole that's off dude don't make it weird from a couple of years back now, what a great tune that is big hello to the 13 towers crowd now we kicked off the show with uh, pama international truly medley 
Deeply. It's not a Savage Garden cover. It's one of their own, but what a tune that is. And then we heard the Body Snatchers with a live set. The Boiler, Do Rock Steady, and Oh Oh Seven, or Shanty Town as we call it. Now, the reason why I'm playing the Body Snatchers is because in town this week is Rhoda Decker, the voice of the Body Snatchers, guested with Special AKA and a whole lot of other stuff. And she is playing at the Tote on Saturday night. Tickets still available. And I had the pleasure of doing an interview with her today. So I'll be playing excerpts of the interview tonight on the show. And let's get some people down to the tote on Saturday to see one of the doyens of two-tone ska and one of the doyens of world ska nowadays because uh, Rhoda Decker, the voice of a generation, especially my generation, so brilliant. But I will keep playing the tunes. There's not as many new releases as there were last week. I tell you what, we had a full-on show. We did all Aussie for the first hour and then... We went a little bit crazy with uh, all new releases, apart from the cover section, obviously. The world-famous cover section, I should say. We went just a bit mad because uh, there was just so many new releases. So there's not many new releases, but there are quite a few new ones that I've got to squeeze in, in amongst the interview and in amongst all other things. Anyway, one of our favourite bands out of Minneapolis, St. Paul, out of Minnesota. They're called the Von Tramps. This was off Sun's Out strung out strings out i can't remember what it's called they're the von tramps anyway bigger load of jenna enemy this is called summer nights it's an absolute cracker Come time 
is right And you would see you dance until daylight But sometimes it's just a hurricane Pick up Newport straight to Spain Yeah, that is the absolutely brilliant Melbourne Scar Orchestra. Now, that is Good Days, Bad Days, their latest single, and they have uh, just added some new dates to the Good Days, Bad Days tour, which starts on February 28th, Mullum Bimby in New South Wales. Then they got to Brisbane on the 29th by the Trivid, and then uh, Solbar on the Sunshine Coast, Maruchido on the 1st of March. Then they play Newcastle, Sydney, Wollongong, 12th, 13th, 14th of March, and the UC Refectory in Canberra on the 15th. Then across to Western Australia. You should be excited about that, that the Frio Social Club on the 17th of April, and the Fairbridge Festival in Pinjar on the 18th, and then the homecoming. Put this in your diary, people. May the first at the forum in melbourne that is the good days bad days tour and there is a little note here saying we may add some more dates in so please 
keep coming back to find out more. So Melbourne Scar Orchestra, absolutely fantastic and well worth the admission. I spent my New Year's Eve watching them live, bringing in 2020, so it was absolutely brilliant. What a great night that was. Now, Rhoda Dakar, the voice of the Body Snatchers, one of the early names that we all recognise from Two-Tone and the second wave coming through from the late 70s, early 80s. I had the pleasure of chatting to Rhoda today. She's got a gig in a Melbourne on Saturday night. So, uh, well, I welcomed her to Melbourne and Australia. You're listening to The Scar Show with me, Beefy, and it is my great pleasure to welcome one of the doyens of Second Wave Scar in the UK and around the world, Miss Rhoda Dacker, into Australia. And uh, Rhoda is putting on a show at the Tote Hotel on Saturday. Rhoda, welcome to Australia. Thank you very much. I believe this is your first time, well, first time on tour. Have you been before? No. What took no, so long? Um... I don't know, a good reason to come, I suppose. Yeah. A good offer, all of those things. Because I, I have a friend who lives, well, I have a couple of friends who live here, but I've got no family here or anything, so there was no real connection. So, yeah, just never quite got round to it. And uh, we're putting on a series of shows. I, in fact, in Melbourne is the third of the tour. It's a scarbecue. How good is that? And how Australian is that? Well, yeah, quite. <laughs> Indeed. Have they put many shrimps on the barbie for you? I've no idea. Oh. I haven't been near a barbecue, to be perfectly honest. Oh, and I tell a lie, I think somebody had one in their back garden. But I think I ate mostly hummus and salad, from what I remember. Not really my thing, to be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, you've done a couple of shows. I'm from, I'm from London, and it rains a lot. We don't really do barbers. No, it's, it's very true, especially... Uh, well, I mean, it's the middle of summer here, and uh, it's not exactly been the uh, most hottest of summers so far, especially in Melbourne, but uh, obviously the fires aside? Well, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I have had so far the hottest stage temperature ever of my life and the hottest dressing room ever so if it's a bit cooler in Melbourne I'm genuinely not going to be uh, that's not going to be a concern frankly. Uh, looking at the forecast I think we might be alright for this weekend it'll be good uh, well talking of the previous shows how's it gone down so far in Brisbane and Sydney? Yeah it's cool it's cool I mean it's um, I had no idea what to expect so the fact that people were really paying attention really you know there's dancing but quite often people actually just stand and watch me which is quite interesting I've got used to that now first of all I was thinking oh what's wrong with it it's like oh no they're just watching that's okay Um, well I mean you have to think that you know a lot of the audience so we're all getting on you know none of us are getting any younger so actually standing and watching can be quite a relief sometimes (laughs) rather than trying to dance through an entire gig those days may well be behind a lot of us I think yeah I can uh, I can agree with you definitely I mean talking about getting on I mean clearly the body snatchers came into being about 40 years ago did you ever think when you joined the band that this legacy would still be going strong this time round? No, no, not for a moment, obviously. Don't ever. I think otherwise you'd be a bit more careful about what you do and say. But there you go. That's life. <laughs> Very true. We live and learn, don't we? Well, indeed. I mean, what's, what's been really nice, actually, is the fact that um, people that I met over 40 years ago now, I'm, you know, I still chat to and I still see. And you know, so I've, like, chatted with Pauline whilst I've been in, uh, whilst I've been in Australia because, obviously, she has family here. And today I was chatting with Lynn Val, you know, 
know, just saying, oh, we'll see each other in London next week, you know. And it's really nice, the fact that we still are actually friends, not just people who know each other yeah. through music, but we still are actually friends and you know, ring up each other for advice and things like that. It's great. It's quite funny, yeah. actually, the uh, the SCAR community does seem to kind of uh, self-generate every now and again, but uh, the same people get involved. It is, it is, like you say, it is a family. Well... Yeah, I mean, you know, the what the people who are still sort of part of a friendship group, yeah, very much so. I mean, the thing is, there's people I, I'm in touch with on a regular basis, and I say, so that would be Pauline, it would be Lynn Val, it would be Bedders um, from Madness, or maybe Chris, and things like that, you know. And, and so we are actually in touch and see each other, you know, or at least speak to each other for things outside music. Imagine that. It's a mad, mad idea. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, no, it's not... It, it, it's actually nice because when people have known you for a long time it's like you know I think Fug said to me one time you can't make new old friends very right? very true and they kind of they love you warts and all so uh, it's actually very nice but I tell you what whilst I'm in whilst I'm in Oz there's a really hot tour going through London well going through the UK and the Interrupters which is like a ska punk band from California supported by the Skint just an awesome band out of London well they supported me ah gotta be 10 years ago they were children (laughs) 10 years ago they were playing they were supporting us they were children and and you could see at the time thought these are going to be but you know you hope but you don't know that people are going to last that long so there's the skints and then Buster Shuffle another great band with an awesome keyboard player and front man Jet Baxter I mean you know three great bands and it's you, you kind of think okay well the legacy is set we can sit back a bit because these guys are going to take it forward absolutely yeah so. I've sat down with Amy Allen uh, or Amy Interrupter as she likes to be known nowadays and one of the first questions I asked her what are your influences and you're never going to believe this she said straight out Rhoda Dacko and Pauline Black of the Selector are my absolute heroes. Yeah, well, I have to say back at you, Amy. You know, I've been following that band. First time I saw them was like probably four years ago. You know, I mean, it wasn't an empty room, but it was like a half full room, half full in small room. And they were like, oh, my God, you came. I said, of course I came. You're brilliant. I really <laughs> yeah. like what you do. And, you know, happy to see them grow and grow and grow. Yeah. And it's it's always a joy to see that happen with uh, musicians. Holly Cook is another one. I mean, I admit to knowing Holly all her life, so maybe I will be a bit biased, but, you know. The, the one thing that strikes me about the Interrupters is they came and supported Green Day in Melbourne a couple of years ago, and they ended up playing a pub gig uh, the night after in front yeah. of 200 people. And, you know, they always put on a show because they just love playing live. Oh, they're brilliant. Yeah, but they're a family as well. Mm. So, And that really comes over. They work very well together. They know who's in charge. They're very hardworking, and they're very organised. And that really shows, you know, everything they do is absolutely done properly and I really admire that I really admire the way they work and they are a great team so they will do really really well Talking about being organised I'm going to take you back to one of your, your early live shows mm-hmm. of the Body Snatchers I've heard you describe the live shows early on as shambolic talk us through that Well they were shambolic I mean I'd been performing when I started in the Body Snatchers I've been performing for 10 years so I had like 10 years experience of being on stage and the others I think SJ had done a bit but I'm fairly certain the others hadn't done anything. So, um, yeah, nobody really knew what they were doing. So it was all a bit uh, make-do-amends, shall we say. 
But we got through it, and Pauline insists that that was part of the charm to this day. He said that was one of the things that was really likeable, is that it was a bit shambolic. But, you know, we drove on through and we were determined. Hey, she liked it. Who am I to argue? Yeah, exactly right. Now, outside of the uh, shambolic gigs, apparently when you went on tour, you supported the selector early on. The off-stage antics were just as, I'm going to say, youthful exuberant? Yeah, youthful exuberance. Apple pie beds, um, water pistols, you know, usual nonsense. Although, to be fair, other bands that we went on tour with were much worse, much more stupid, to put it that way. Yeah. Roofs were climbed on, flags were taken down from flagpoles, all that sort of thing. And it wasn't us. We were genuinely just apple pie beds and, <laughs> and water pistols. That was just pretty much what we did. Fairly low key. Compared to what was going on around the time. Well, yeah, precisely. I mean, there was, no, you know, uh, I believe the um, verb at the time was skylabbing things. If you threw something out of a window, it's called skylabbing. Oh, right. In the days when Skylab had fallen from the sky and crashed to earth. So things were skylabbed out of windows, but it wasn't us. No. Weren't me, Gus. No, I mean, we didn't. We, we couldn't afford to throw things out windows. Um, tell me about working with Elvis Costello. Obviously, he, Elvis produced some of the early two-tone stuff and obviously worked with you, uh, Special AKA. Mm, yeah, he produced Free Nelson Mandela. Thank goodness, otherwise it would probably still be a work in progress. <laughs> but yeah, he kind of came in and, and just sort of stopped all the nonsense, which was brilliant. He couldn't be argued with. So uh, when he decided something was done, it was done. But yeah, Elvis Costello, amazing. So I do think of him like a fantastic lyricist, songwriter. And yeah, we went to see Elvis for my mate's 50th birthday, and it was his In the Wheel show where he had this big wheel and you spin the wheel and a song comes up and they play it. We were dancing in the crowd and this woman came along and said, oh, do you want to come up on stage and meet Elvis? We were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I genuinely thought it was a setup. She said, oh, no, no. So we came up on stage and like he was going, oh, Phil, like, you know, and it was all people who knew. So it's like, oh, Phil, it's all, this is my life. Oh, hello, Shelley. Rosa, my God, what are you doing here? It was so funny. And then he was singing and I just like sitting there singing backing vocals, just for my own amusement and next thing I know the mic shoved in my face and I'm singing back in vocals oh my god that must be a dream fulfilled right there because I have always been a massive fan so it's great it's absolutely brilliant no it's a great story that what's your plan for tomorrow are you a leader or will you follow are you a fighter or will you cower it's our time tip back the power what's your plan for tomorrow are you a Show up in black suits on your street and I'm mid boots and then silence you. What you gonna say when they strip your rights away and the tax man makes you pay? Remember, be us to add you back today. We don't need to earn it high. We won't be pushed up to the side. What's your plan? Are you a leader or will you follow? Are you a fighter 
They've been making quality apparel since 1933. A great range of sports gear for all ball sports and all corporate wear. Doesn't matter what sport you play, Masita have the kit for you. Masita offers a full catalogue of on-field and off-field apparel. It's the best quality money can buy. Get in touch. 1300 Masita or masita.com.au
Yeah, how good is that? Free Melson Mandela special, a.k.a. Featuring the voice of the one and only Rhoda Dakar. The second part of that interview will be in the second hour of the show. You are listening to The Scar Show with me, Beefy. Thanks for joining me wherever you are in the world. Hope you're enjoying it. It's a little bit different show tonight for once. A bit of an interview. We don't often do too many interviews, but uh, when we do, we do them in style. And uh, Rhoda Dakar has a show in Melbourne. She's done two other shows on the Scarbecue Tour. Hopefully that will become a permanent fixture on our calendar from year to year, featuring legends and getting a Scarbecue as well. I uh, didn't like the way Rhoda said she hadn't seen a barbecue yet in the summer, in Australian summer. God, that's not good enough. We have to uh, change that definitely, don't we? Anyway, I'm looking forward to Saturday night. There are t- uh, still tickets available if you want to get along to the tote, playing with the Scar vendors and the Oscars. So that is going to be a brilliant, brilliant night. Right, what we're going to play, uh, Rhoda did mention a tour in the UK, and that in, uh, the Interrupters are headlining. They're playing with the Skints and Buster Shuffle. We haven't played much Buster Shuffle, so I thought we should address that. This is a tune from a couple of years back called We Fall to Pieces. They're out of uh, London Tan, and this is an absolute belter. Buster Shuffle, We Fall to Pieces. I'm going to have myself a little vote about something that I don't know. Buster Shuffle, we fall to pieces. For all my British listeners, if Chaz and Dave did Scar. <laughs> Great stuff, I love that sound. Right, you're listening to the Scar Show with Beefy. The world famous cover section is up after the break. We will play absolutely anything. I will squeeze a Rhoda tune in there, and it is very, very good. Very different as well. So we will be squeezing one of them in. Normal run-of-the-mill covers. It could be absolutely anything, and I've got to say, it probably will be at this stage of the night. Coming up to 1am here in Melbourne Town, but I am still fighting fit and bringing you the best scar tunes from all over the planet. So please stay tuned for the second 
hour. A lot of new releases, some old stuff, some good stuff. It's all good stuff, though, isn't it? Really is. And you get to hear a bit of Beefy and the second part of the Rhoda Decker interview. So I'm gonna just going to bring up the end of the first hour, an absolute classic from Madness. One of my favourite tunes. It's very surprising when I tell people this, but I do like this one. This is Uncle Sam. Hey there, Beefy. Hey, Rob. Do you have nothing to do all the time? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I've got nothing to do all the time, Rob. Well, guess what? I've found something that you can do with your nothing time. (laughs) What's that, Rob? Listen to a great podcast called 365 Days of Sport. Right. It stars you and me. Oh, wow. So... Other people can listen to it besides the people who are on it. Yeah. If you want. Get it wherever you get your podcast from. We're on Spotify too. 365 Days of Sport. 
It's the podcast you never knew you wanted to listen to. Some people celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the mantle, and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold, cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked out domination. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary, limited time offer, terms apply.